Hey friends, it's your girl Britt and Joy Jolene. Welcome to Back to Her. If you aspire to heal, evolve, or revolutionize, this podcast is for you. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on Instagram at official back to her. And that too is the number two. Let's get it. Hey friends, it is Joy Jolene and we are back with another episode for you guys. Are y'all excited? It's series three and it's also Women's History Month. So we've put together our Empower Her series where we'll have uh, a lot of phenomenal women featured on this series. And we can't wait for you guys to receive knowledge and wisdom and to hear their stories as women from different walks of life. That's just going to be amazing within itself. (laughs) So I can't believe we're already in series three. This is amazing. As always, we thank you guys so much for staying with us. We're family. And we really hope you guys love this series because we enjoyed creating it. Um, So without further ado, let's get into this episode. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. It's so amazing. It's knowledgeable. And yeah, we get into it, y'all. So wherever you are in your house, in your car, in the shower, wherever you are, just get that relaxed mood going. Get your vibe right and let's get into it. Let's get into this ad first. Bye. Hey, friends. Hey, friends. We hope that everybody is doing good and is really enjoying our Women's History Month series. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about our wombs and our vaginas and the health of it and our bodies, taking care of our bodies and all of those good things that I feel like or we feel like women don't talk about enough. Yeah. Um. So we kind of just want to spark that conversation and have a raw, open conversations. So let's get into that vagina. Let's get into it. <laughs> so, okay. So this is a question for everybody. Wherever you are, wherever you are, whether you're in your car, you're in your house, you know, you're in your bed, wherever you are, I just want you to ask your womb right now, how are you doing? What condition is your womb in right now? When we say womb, let's define that. I think we yeah. should. So when we say womb, we don't um, literally mean just the vagina, but we need we mean the entire reproductive system for a woman um, altogether. So that includes your colon. That includes um, your your yoni, your vagina. That includes that entire reproductive system. Um, and so, just ask yourself what where. You know, ask your womb, you know, how are you? Mm. What's going on with you? What's, you know, what's what's hurting you? What's helping you? What do you need more of? What do you need more of? Don't be afraid to ask those questions because in the end, that is your body. And you want to make sure that you are one with your womb and with your yoni. Um, so that, you know, that that literally determines how you are as an individual as women i know when we're off down there in general our entire body our entire mind um spirit everything just feels off and we feel unbalanced and so that also gives room for a lot of dis-ease which creates disease essentially and so um these are just questions that we want you guys to keep in mind 
and ask yourselves, you know, as we go on with this episode. Hmm. So I guess when you were saying that, it made me think to, for me to ask myself, like, how am I doing? Yeah. So for me, um, I'm okay. She's okay. And she's doing better than she has been. Um, I think I am slowly but surely starting to become more one with my womb. Yeah. Um, and for me, um, I had to learn what simply, like, my vagina likes and what it doesn't like so for me she can't do too much alcohol she can't do too many sweets like juice um so oh she cannot get into that soda she does not (laughs) like soda she does not like juice and excessive sweets like eating it every day um and so so i've actually cut back on a lot of those things like i don't really drink as much as i used to so now if i'm drinking it's more so wine and before i used to drink to be drunk and now more so just drinking to feel good um but i noticed that change in my vagina because when i drink a lot of alcohol my vagina throws off it can get thrown off especially if it's like a turned up weekend and i'm like on monday i'm like dang girl you boofing (laughs) (laughs) no no that's real though that's real no seriously so i think because like, like i said i don't drink as much anymore um, and once I really, really got to the space, like, okay, this is what's throwing my vagina off. Yeah. Now I'll drink juice every now and then. Like, I'm really, I drink a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think now that I have cut those things off, now my vagina is acting for me to go deeper. So yes. I think she wants more fruits and more vegetables. Um, and I think in that area, I'm not really giving it to her. Like, I eat a, a, regu- a regular portion of um, fruits when I feel like it or sometimes vegetables with my meals. But it's not to a point where I'm making sure that I have more vegetables on my plate than I do my starches or, you know, things of that nature. Um, and I think as, like, my body matures, my vagina is calling for that. Um, but, yeah, what about you? How are you doing, sis? Yes. Yeah, so when I ask that question... My answer that comes to mind is consistency. Mm. I think with me, I get to a point where I'm treating my womb and my yoni really good, and then I stop. Mm -hmm. So if I could talk to my womb right now and ask, like, you know, what's going on? How you feeling? She would say you need to be more consistent, Mm. and you need to, like, treat me like you actually do love me. Mm. not Like, you love me when it's convenient, you know? Because sometimes I can just, like, it's just convenient. Like, oh, okay, I need this to go right, or... I need to be smelling like this for, you know, yeah. it's Valentine's Day. I make sure, need to make sure I'm good for my man. <laughs> and so, you know, I got to treat her right during this time. But it shouldn't be like that. It should be something more consistent. So mm-hmm. with me, I personally, okay, so let's talk about what she doesn't like. She doesn't like, like you said, alcohol mm-hmm. and too much sugar. And she doesn't like scents. Mm. Ooh, girl, I have to reuse like scent free everything almost. Mm. If I even, cause I, I'm the type of person where I love trying like new things, Me especially too. natural things yes. and smells on the body. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like I got this organic, um, Ooh, it's this organic soap, but it's um, it's a certain what's the stuff I keep asking? Black. About? I mean, not black seed oil. Uh, black soap. Not. It's not black soap. It's like um. It's this certain plant that you can find under the sea. Seaweed. Sea sea moss. moss. Sea moss. It's Mm. a sea moss um, soap, body soap. Mm. And so I was like, ooh, this is so dope. I want to try this. Yeah, she was like, no. (laughs) And she'll let me know flat out really quick. Like, no. 
And so I can't do that with my body. So she doesn't like any sense. Even um, detergent, I have to be really careful. Mm-hmm. Because not only does she not like that, but my body doesn't like that. So I'll start breaking out all over my body mm-hmm. if the scent is too strong or too foreign. So, um, yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, and even for me, too, my vagina really likes to breathe. So oh, yeah. I try my best when I'm going to sleep not to wear panties yeah. or if it's just a regular day where I'm walking around the house or, you know, I'm, I may be, like, in and out the house, not really doing too much. I try not to wear panties and just let mm-hmm. her breathe for real because that's another thing. I don't think my vagina gets too, too thrown off by the whole panty thing, but I know some women, you know, have to wear cotton or they say rather yeah. cotton panties are better. Um, and I think, you know, wanting to be cute, wearing Victoria's Secret panties and things of that nature, it's cool and all. But at the same time, you have to think about, like, for me, I don't know why. I'll get a large in Victoria's Secret panties, but sometimes I'd be still feeling a little too small. Like, my mm-hmm. body, my bottom is, like, a, a size 10. Mm-hmm. Um, It can go to an 8 if my weight is really down. But sometimes I'll fluctuate between, like, a 10 and 12. Um, I feel like I'm more so at the 10 area right now. Um, so large usually works, but at Victoria's Secrets, for whatever reason, that still can be a little tight for me. Um, I think, too... I don't think they have extra large. I'm uh, not too sure. I don't think they, they have extra won't. large. I think I just... Because you know they say that Victoria's Secrets is more so fit for white women. Yeah. Like, they're not fit for our body type, so... Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there are black girls. They're Victoria. Oh, wait, no. I'm sorry if your name is Victoria. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so that's one thing. Um, so I try to I try to really only wear like the cuter panties yeah. when I really want to feel good. I mean, granted, I think I do feel better when I have like a cute panty on that makes me feel good. But I just do try to be conscious of it. Like if I'm not really doing too much, I'm not going nowhere. I'm like, okay, it wouldn't put, hurt to put these little hands on. Yeah. You know, just to give my vagina more room to breathe. Um, and I think that I think honestly too, with that is something that. Um, I want to. I'm trying to think when I really started to become one with my vagina. Um, I would say my freshman year of college, so about um, I would say about four years ago, um, and that's when I learned to stop putting soap in my vagina because that was never taught to me. That yeah. never was taught to me. So I will wash my vagina with soap. Yeah. And um, yeah, I wash my vagina with soap. And I remember one time my friend came back and we we we're very one with our vaginas. Like we're very one with our bodies. So we always saw like, girl, I tried this and my vagina really like that, or you know things of that nature. And she was like, yeah, like I heard you're not supposed to put soap in your vagina. I was like, really? And I was nervous because I was like, I don't want my joint to start stinking. Yeah. Girl, I have not put soap in my vagina since. I want to say about, like, January 2015, and now it's 2020. And, I mean, if she's smelling, it's because I'm off. Like, I'm I'm lacking something. You know what I mean? Like, some type of nutrients, or I'm putting something in my body. But it's not smelling because I'm not putting soap in it. Because your vagina has a discharge. You naturally produce discharge, and that's your way, your vagina's way of cleaning itself. Naturally. So, you know, you put water. You need is water. Clean it out. You know, you might be sweaty or whatever the case may be. But don't put, like, now, I know some people, they'll put um soap on the vagina which is okay but yeah. don't put it inside of your vagina please don't um because yeah i put soap on the outside of my vagina especially like if it's a little hairy yeah. i make sure i really try to shampoo it because that's another thing with me so i get waxes i mm-hmm. get them about every three four weeks um i'm very consistent with that unless i'm broke mm-hmm. um <laughs> seriously <laughs> like but um so i noticed that when i'm very hairy down there that's when it'll start smelling a little too because i think it you know, I'm sweating or I'm peeing or whatever the case may be. And like I said, when I'm in the shower, I try my best to wash it. But I think just too much hair and all of that, that's when it starts to be a little off. Yeah. But like when I'm like 
which is kind of weird because my nana always told me like she would not like when I shave my vagina. She like the hair is there for a reason. It's there to protect mm. you. I'm like mm. sissy. No, it's too much sweat <laughs> and dirt. Yeah. It's like under the um your underarms. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you know if you let hair grow for too long, it's too much sweat. And you know they actually say like guys with beards, their beards are actually really dirty. Really? Yeah. I wonder if they smell. I think they always like to put cologne on them, but they said for like real? all that hair just locked up, and even. Just think of hair in general. Hair just, especially the hair that we have. And uh-huh. there's nothing wrong with that. But um, we have thick hair. Yeah. And so, yeah. You know, sweat <laughs> I mean, can easily, you know, you want to take that off because that's how infections start. Mm-hmm. When you just got all that hair in the way. Yeah. Oh, no, please. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. And there's some other things that I like to do, too. Um, there's a lot of different ways, also, I think we should talk about when your vagina is off, yeah. how to um, how to kind of get it back to normal. So, the thing about the vagina is your vagina is acidic. Yes. Yeah, so your vagina is acidic. Um, and all when we have, well, men, too, I'm not too sure, but I know women, we have a pH balance. And what your pH balance is, it has to be a balance of good and bad bacteria. Oh, yeah. um, and a very common thing for women is getting like bacteria vaginosis or, um, you know, things of that nature. And a lot of times um, with the bacteria vaginosis, it's an imbalance of bacteria. So you might have too much good bacteria or you can have too much bad bacteria. So it can be either or and that's what will throw your vagina off. So you have to make sure that it's a balance. One thing that throws your vagina off especially um, is sperm. Because yes. men's sperm is alkaline. Let me tell that's you. Let's into it, yes. Yes. But on the other hand, okay, so just a quick side note. Every I notice every time I go to the doctor, and this is why I love drinking a lot of water and mm-hmm. making sure even if I'm not drinking water, I'm drinking juice or I'm drinking tea because I know that my pH balance is very important. Mm-hmm. So anytime I go to the doctor, they always, I always see in my results that I have a neutral pH balance. Mm-hmm. And that's like, wow, that's really could be To me, that's really good. Yes. I don't know if that's a bad thing, no, but that's good. it's always a seven, like right in the middle. Good. And so... Um, I noticed that's, and especially the wound tea that I drink, mm-hmm. especially. Um, but, like you said, it's a balance that needs to happen. So, if the man who um, has a naturally alkaline sperm and then we're naturally acidic, we should be able to meet somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, but, not every man's sperm is alkaline, though. Really? Yeah, a, a lot. It depends on the man's diet. Like, is he eating Ooh. alkaline foods <laughs> to podcast. even have an alkaline sperm? Yeah, because you know, oh, I want to get into some details about that. Yeah, that's a whole other opposite. Yeah. That's a whole other podcast. But yeah, I think too, you have to know, like, there's some men. <laughs> this is so personal, but whatever. But there's men that I've slept with, like that haven't don't me off at all like uh-huh. at all my vagina could take it and it'll be good like no and then there's other men that i've slept with i don't want to say make it him like it's a yeah, multiple like it's, yeah you yeah. get what i'm no, saying we get it. i'm actually specifically talking about in my head i'm talking about two different people yeah like this one guy that this is like he was actually like my man like damn near my boyfriend for real mm-hmm. and um yeah when we would have sex like i would never get thrown off and i'm not saying that y'all should do this but you know we will be having raw sex and it would never throw me off at all but then it was another guy um you know that he wasn't like my boyfriend or nothing like that was more so just you know having fun being crazy type of thing but he 
Girl, I remember once, I remember Mother Donna was in a really good space. Oh, my god! It was gosh. in a really, 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 really good space. And then See? it was one weekend, girl, it was a day party. He didn't spend the night. Then, uh, you know, going to the day parties, I'm drinking. That Monday, I'm like, ooh, it's just you So but he threw you all the way off. He threw me all the way off. But that's, that's the thing. I feel like, you know, like you said, sometimes they're dying yeah. or, you know, you know, some men your vagina just doesn't agree with. And, yeah. and you know another thing that I've had happen to me, too? Like, my vagina has actually rejected someone. Like, my vagina... Like that. Yes, if Like, not even, like, just outside of the conversation of, like, your alkaline and your acidity and, you know, all of the, the technicalities. Like, outside of all of that, like, I've literally had my vagina reject someone. Like, I think that's good. Yeah. When your vagina does that, because I think it's... Your soul rejecting them too. Like yes. God saying, "Okay, no. Yeah, I know you're not gonna listen. So this is how I'm gonna force you. Yeah. to not be involved with this individual. Yes, yeah. And, I know and that, it was I know a that. very scary experience, and it was like, damn, like I don't even know how to explain to him what it is that I'm feeling right now. Um, it was scary because I was like, nothing like that has ever happened, and I was just so like, I just like one thing about. And and see, I think that's why it's really important to be in tune with your body. Yeah. Because even if in your mind you're just trying to have fun and be a hot girl, you're not trying to think too much about it. If you're very in tune with your body, your body will naturally reject it. Be like, Mm-mm, this is not it. Like, you know, like, just being honest, I've had men that sissy is super wet for. And then other men that I'm like, mm, mm. I'm having a hard time, you know. And for me, I'd be feeling like it's, she just knows. Like, you get know what I mean? Um, and I try to pay attention to those things. That was a little off topic, but yeah. <laughs> no, but that's important still. Yeah. And just going back to the topic of, um, like, alkalinity. It's guys out here. Like, I know how you feel when you say your body and your vagina just rejected certain men. Mm-hmm. And I really think that's because the bacteria just don't mix. Like, their type of bacteria and your type of bacteria are just like, no. It's not going to work because we're too foreign. Mm. And so, um, and also, I think what plays a large role in that is how many women that man is involved with Mm. before he even puts that bacteria. If he has a, because listen, this is the thing with guys and this is how women get bacterial, bacteria vaginosis is when a guy or even sometimes women is involved with multiple women and then he comes to insert himself into you. Mm. And so... That itself can throw your pH off because it's too many bacteria. I think um, the man's sperm stays in a woman, you know, when you are raw and involved with each other, I think for seven years. What? Yeah, in seven years in your body. This is why womb wellness is important because you got to detox these men out of you. Yeah. Um, And their bacteria out of you, um, spiritually and physically. And so um, what going back to that, and vice versa. And so when they have all these different bacterias on them, that's how they transfer a certain, a, a not a disease, but a infection can go on within you because now you have too many foreign bacteria uh-huh. in your body. And we think just because we can't physically see bacteria that it's not being passed. Uh-huh. Bacteria, he can shower all he wants, which some men don't even put soap down there. Uh-huh. A lot of men just like to like use water and just go over it with soap and not scrub Ew. it's yeah like <laughs> a lot of men aren't really cleanly yeah. down there so um and yeah and so these and are it, things to keep in mind girl and i know that i'm like talking really raw so i hope that 
there's no adults on here listening. Oh, yeah. But... Sorry, guys. So, let's give you guys a discretion, please. Yeah. If... So, because of what we're talking about, it's very yeah. open. And, yeah. you know, it's really, like, a lot. But. It's very personal. Yeah. I, I don't mind sharing this because I feel like women just. This it's is a common thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's a not, it's not talked about enough. We're but, okay. Talk about this it. is for me. So. <laughs> I'm nervous. Uh-oh. What you about but, <laughs> but for me, right. This is a really bad. Please don't judge me. But okay, for me, like if I'm having sex, right? Mm-hmm. Personally, <laughs> I'm gonna suck that dick. That's me. No, but I'm just being honest. So, like for me, <laughs> I'm going somewhere with it though. But okay, for me, go. right? Like I don't mind having oral. Like I personally like to suck dick. Like you, I'm not Same. saying in the sense that I'm out here sucking dick and just you get what I'm like saying. It. But if I like you, it's something I like to do, and I feel yeah. like I do it well. You yeah. get what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm gonna be very honest. Like if I really like you, I'm being so honest and just being transparent. This is me. Yeah. If I really like you, for me, I might swallow it. Me for yeah. me, right? Yeah. And so the reason that I brought this up is because. Like, I remember, once again, the guy I was talking to that was like, damn, they're my boyfriend. Uh-huh. Like, I swallowed it, and it, the consistency of it was nasty. Like, I don't think that cum tastes good in itself, but the, the, more so the consistency of it was like, ugh. But I could just, like, train my mind one, two, three, don't think about it, and then swallow it, and I'm good. Mm-hmm. There was another guy that I was dealing with, and literally, when I say, I, like, even the pre-cum... Ew. I couldn't even take it. I could it not. Nasty. It was disgusting. Literally, like ferocious. It was disgusting. <laughs> so the moment he started coming in my mouth, I, like my jaw literally just like, just like, like I no. could not. Like you got it. I couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? But the crazy part about it is this one guy that I'm talking about. He, um, you know, he would be in the gym. He drank a lot mm. of water. Like you yeah. know, more so in a sense of like, taking care of himself. This other guy. Um, he smoked a lot of weed. Oh, yeah, no. He ate a lot of snacks. Toxic. And you literally can taste it. You get know what I'm saying? So, for example, how Joy was talking about, or how you were talking about, rather, you know, with bacteria and things of that nature, you don't see it. But now coming from a perspective, now it's in my mouth, yeah. you know, you can see the difference. So imagine what's actually going inside of you. And really? you can't you can't even see it. You can't even really feel it for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just all in you. So those are things that you have to be careful about. And I think we talked about this um, or something that I learned from you is like our womb and our body and all of those things. Like as women, you know, we want to create life yes. or our body is designed to create life through yeah. us. So it was like, you know, while we're doing all of these things at times, just trying to have fun and just, you know, being young, which is cool to do. It, and I feel like everything has to be done, you know, in moderation or in a, at a balance. But it's like sometimes you have to think about the bigger picture like dang like you know what i mean i want to have a baby is like my baby going to be okay Mm. you know living in my body like you know and i always like sometimes i just be trying to nurture my stomach and hold it and just say you know god please i want to be able to create beautiful smart healthy babies you know and so i think when you think of it from that perspective then you realize like dang it's important for me to take care of myself it's important for me to eat my vegetables it's important for me to eat my fruits and to be careful who am i allowing their energy you know what i'm saying to insert into me because you don't know what that person might have been through, what they're doing that mm. you don't know about. And it's like, now you have all of that energy locked up in your wound. And it's like, when it comes time to conceive, you don't want to be messed up down there. Like, 
So let's go back. So that reminds me of, I can talk about my womb journey at one point. So I, I, I came to an understanding and through my, you know, lifting or enlightening my enlightenment and um, my phase of gaining higher consciousness, I've learned that the womb is so much more than what we we believe and we perceive the the importance. And so through my journey, initially, what I started to do is say, okay, first thing we need to do is detox. Mm -hmm. So at that time, um, I took on like a strict vegetarian diet where I was juicing every day. Um, When I came into work, I bought my fruits. Um, I bought my meal was always vegetables and I had a gallon of water. And my homegirl, Amber, she actually um, put me on because she was doing a challenge at the time with her uh, partner. And um, she was like, yeah, like, you got to drink a gallon of water a day. Like, women don't understand how that, you know, what that does to your vagina. And I attest to this. Like, when I say the pH was seven, it was seven. We have to, as women, we have to drink a lot of water. Um, Mm -hmm. our body, first of all, is composed of 70%, I think it is, um, of water. Mm -hmm. Even maybe even 80, even 80, 70, 80% water. And so what we have to do is continue to put that water inside of ourselves so that we're not becoming dehydrated Mm -hmm. and also so that we're flushing these toxins out of our body. And so, um, you know, that allows us to be rejuvenated and it allows us to have more energy. Mm-hmm. Like when I was consistent with drinking water all the time, not only was she even more wet down there mm-hmm. just because, you know, I'm just sitting on my desk and right. everywhere I'm at is, yeah. you know, and so I could feel the difference. But also, um, where was I going with that? But also I felt better. I had more energy when mm-hmm. I was waking up in the morning. I felt more energized and so um I'm really a firm believer in like the more water that you drink the better she'll be down there because you're you're feeding her and also green juices that's another thing greens help detoxify and um make sure your womb is balanced and where it needs to be and so that's another thing and just juicing in general and fruits and vegetables um and also things for the gut like um kombucha and herbal teas like i told you guys i drink up full blends she has a tea called queen's love and that's good for menstrual and it's good for the yoni and it's good for making sure that you're detoxifying all those toxins that you may have or that bad bacteria you may have down there um and like Brittany said it is good to have a good balance but sometimes if there's an overgrowth of bad bacteria you want to make sure you get rid of that Mm -hmm. um also probiotics i know that Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily work for everybody but that's good for gut health as well to put those that good bacteria back into Mm -hmm. the yoni and even if like for probiotic like you don't want to take a probiotic like for example kombucha is a natural probiotic so it doesn't really taste the best but for me personally the more that i drink it the more the taste kind of became okay like it wasn't as hard you know what I'm saying? To process it for real. Yeah. And um, another thing I read is that we, our diet should be, the standard American diet is 70% solid. And that's usually fast food. It's usually um, a lot of meats. It's usually like a lot of starch. And then 30% liquid. If 30%. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes it's water. But for the most part, it's juices, it's sodas and you know, it'll be a, a good maybe 10% of water. Right. And a lot of that is actually alcohol as well. 
So, but what we need to move towards, and myself included, is a 70% water liquid diet. Like, for example, um, at one point, I know like last week, I think, at one point I would wake up and then I want to drink a tea first. Before I do anything, like I want to make sure I give my, because when we go to sleep, right, what is our body doing? Our body is detoxifying itself. It's breaking down the food that we've had, um, you know, and it's allowing your body to, I guess just break down all that food that you have in your stomach. And so when you wake up, instead of just putting something heavy and, um, you know, too solid and too greasy in your stomach, what you should do is allow that digestive process to like, you know, fully wake up and be fine and and in the way that it should by drinking um, liquid. And a hot tea is a really good um, way to do that or even just some water, some room temperature water. But yeah, seventy percent um liquid and thirty percent solid. Um even like my last period, right? So yeah. before I have well, I still have it, I haven't I wasn't really using it, but um I used to walk around work with this really big jug of water. Mm-hmm. And I would just there was they had a lot of water fountains like all through the job or whatever, so I would always be refilling it. So I would drink at least like two or three a day and so I was constantly, you know, peeing or whatever, but I was hydrated for sure. Yeah. Um and I had stopped. You know, in my last period, when I say I was in so much pain, mm-hmm. sound like it was unbelievable. Like I was like, "There's no way." And I actually was drinking a tea, and that was my first time drinking a tea. And what I can say is that it definitely lightened my period. Yeah, like my period was very light, like very, very, very light. Because I don't believe that your period should be super, super heavy. And it I was be. just watching this video, um, and this lady, y'all should check her out. Her name is Coach Jessie, and she has this movement where she talks about fibroids and infertility mm-hmm. and black women and she was saying a lot of time women are actually hemorrhaging you know with all of the blood and things of that nature like like i said when i was drinking that tea and you know and taking all of those herbs and having my iron and take up and yeah. all that stuff my period was a very light like i can basically use a panty liner um but i could say that on the flip side when i was dehydrated and i really wasn't drinking any water i was in so much pain like i literally had to keep myself wrapped in a heater but again mm. i was like getting up like i couldn't stay asleep like it was the worst pain ever so i just never went to fall that again but it was like when i had i had to think back and be like yo what was the change in my body like what was i doing to make me even get to that point because i haven't had cramps like that since i was a kid for like a teenager so um and then i had to realize like dang i hadn't been drinking water but i felt like it's important to be very in tune with your body so that way when your body starts to go through those changes like one one month your period is super heavy in a way that it's not usually or your pain is at a 10 or maybe if you're having sexual intercourse and you're really not getting wet or you know things of those natures when you you have to be in tune with your body so that way when those things come up you're able to reflect and be like okay what have i done different what do i have a not of i feel like you have to learn what your body likes like for example i have a friend who with her vagina um literally it'll smell like whatever she drinks so she drinks or eats so if she's eating a whole bunch of hot wings Mm. and fry and she loves hot food so she's eating hot food and pick i'm weak she's probably cracking up if she's listening to this (laughs) but if she's eating like fried foods and hot foods and pickles and all of that other type of salty things because that's like what she likes then Mm. her vagina will be smelling like that but then if she goes and drink a blueberry tea you know, or, or water, then that's what it'll be smelling like, you know, but that's her body. That's For her me, body. like, mines won't necessarily smell like that, but it'll just stink. And mm. even still, even like things as far as my mouth, my tongue, um, I can feel on my tongue when I'm 
eating too many sweets. Oh, yeah. You get what I'm saying? So not even just down to the vagina, but your body in general. You have to be in tune with it. You have to pay attention to how does your tongue taste? What does your mouth feel like? Like, what does your mouth feel like when you're drinking a lot of water versus what does your mouth feel like when you're not drinking enough water? Um, what does your tongue feel like if you're drink eating a lot of sweets versus if you're not? You get what I'm saying? Like, it's a, I can't really describe it, but it's a certain taste that I'll have on my tongue if I'm eating really a lot of sweets. And I'll notice it because I'll be like, dang, like, I did have little bites. I did have this. I did have that. I did have that. And I haven't had no type of fruits. You get what I mean? Mm. So I feel like it's important to learn your body because my body and your body is totally different. Like I said, I have a friend who whatever she eats and intakes in her body, her vagina smells like that. For me, if I'm intaking bad things, it'll just have an ugly smell that I cannot take. You get mm. what I'm saying? But not necessarily smelling like what I'm eating. So I feel like all of our vaginas are different. All of our reproductive systems are different. So it's important to just know your body and pay attention. Like, you know, learn more about different things. Like I said, like the kombucha. Um, some advice I would give to a woman who, like, if your pH balance is off, some things that work for me. But once again, you have to find out what works for you. Like, um, usually if my vagina is off, I can drink one one cup of kombucha and I'll be back to life. Oh, like, that's good. That's really good for me. Like, I'll drink one or two. So I, if I can, what I started to do is when I go... Before I used to get, like, a, a, a bottle of kombucha. Now I'll get the really, really big one so that way I can just pour myself up, you know, every day. But... If I can, I drink a, I don't do this every day, but when I can or, like, when I'm, you know, being consistent, I will drink a cup of kombucha and I'll be straight. Like, I'll be good. Drinking a lot of diff, a lot of water, like, that's really, really important. Um, I was taking this these pills. Um, they're called C-Elements Multivitamins mm-hmm. from um, Upful Blend. And they have 102 minerals in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has, like, um, sea moss and bladder rag mm-hmm. and dulce and all these different, like, seaweeds in them. Um, and I would say when I would de- when I take those consistently, my vagina is usually in a good space. Um, also, a shot of apple cider vinegar mm-hmm. um, that can definitely help. So I would say like if you're drinking, I know it's nasty. So what I would usually do is like put a shot of it in tea. Um, or if you don't want to take it, actually washing your vagina with it. Yeah, I heard that's that. what I do. So personally, if my vagina is off, I really stopped drinking the apple cider vinegar just because it just i really don't like how it feels but um i'll just put that but make sure if you put it in your vagina you have to dilute it with water because it's strong so like taking a your washcloth um obviously making sure it's soaked in water and it's like spilling some over and like directly in like washing the inside of your vagina with it that's good um another thing that i learned that's really good that's not something that you should do often but i'll say like once every two months you can do it you can take a slice of lemon and like swipe it inside of your vagina like i never knew that yeah my friend she actually put me on and she when i say she never has like ph palate problems ever like she takes a slice of lemon she'll take a slice of it and then like wipe it through her vagina but you just do it once like every two months because you know it's Mm. like a kind of acidic lemon yeah it's like a like it clean gets rid of bed uh, <laughs> it kind of gets rid of that bacteria yeah. that toxins. Wow. So that's a good thing that you can do. And like I said, if that's something that you do, don't do it often. Like just do it once every two months. And, mm. But obviously, it's like if you're doing that, you still have to be consistent with drinking water. Yeah. I'm gonna say water is like one of the biggest things that really, really, truly help. I'm trying to think. I feel like there's something else that I'll do. Um, but definitely the kombucha. Oh, um, another good thing. Um, if you have, if you get bacteria vaginosis a lot, um, it's a medicine called boric acid. Yes, and not the one for the roaches, but it's like one specifically for your vagina. It's really good. I used it, and it's like a um, it's like a ball, like a little egg. It looks like, and you insert it in your vagina. Mm -hmm. You can either use a um, you can either use like a 
a syringe thing to get it up there or like you can even put it like take your finger and like stick it all the way up there Mm -hmm. and like if you use do it like maybe every night for like two or three nights it'll be gone like and it won't probably won't even really come back or at least for my vagina it hasn't really come back because i really honestly only i don't get bv a lot to the point where i'm like itching and things of that nature i had it real bad i used to think that i did actually because my ph balance gets thrown off easily until one time i actually got big bv with the itching and all that and i was like oh shoot like i don't usually have this Serious. Yeah, but oh that gosh. that boric acid that really helped. So I'm trying to think. If I think of more, I'll definitely let y'all know. But the boric acid for sure, kombucha. You can get it if you don't like the taste of it. You can get it in a tea. But personally, I'd rather just get the actual like kombucha in itself with so, probiotics. Yeah, but you know the you know the kombucha is a probiotic. Oh shoot. Yeah, so, so it's a natural probiotic. So honestly, if it said like it should say probiotic on it. Mm-hmm. If it says, like, added probiotic, I wouldn't drink it. Oh. Yeah. Because it, okay. it is a probiotic. It's basically, like, mm. a mushroom. Um, and it's, like, firming it. Like, they sit with time. What brand do you get so that they can... Um, let me look it up on my phone really quick. So, while she's looking that up, um, I would say from... My advice is definitely Yoni steaming. Oh, yeah. Um, That is... When I'm... Let me tell y'all. When I'm consistent with Yoni... Matter of fact, and I, I need to do it tonight. <laughs> when I'm consistent, my periods are like, oh, my gosh, just so easy. My cramps aren't bad. I'm not bleeding too heavily. And so, I would definitely say Yoni steam. Um, You can get your herbs either off of Amazon or um, there's another woman that does it. Her name is Earth Mama Medicine. Um, you can research her on YouTube or you can look her up um, just on Google. She ser- she sells herbs, um, you know, to do the steams. And what those do, they have a lot of uses. But um, one of the main ones is they shrink fi- fibroids, which a lot of black women do suffer from um, fibroids on the on the um, uterus. And so they shrink those so that essentially you're, when you do that, your bleeding becomes, you bleed less and your cramps aren't as bad. You have easier menstrual menstrual cycles and um, it could also, sometimes it even wipes periods out. And so, yeah, so that I know a lot of women are like, okay, I don't get my period anymore because I'm always yoni steaming and I'm eat- I have to up on this vegan diet. Is that safe though? Because aren't you supposed to get your um, period? I mean, it depends. I don't think it's anything wrong with it necessarily. I mean, it just depends because sometimes the birth control does the same thing, mm-hmm. but this does it in a in a more healthy way. It's it's not literally, it's not taking it away because you're being fed certain um what do birth controls do like they feed you certain estrogens estrogens or like you know genes i guess you could say i don't think i've said it right but yeah sorry guys i'm a little sick (laughs) but um this just it aids your body with the minerals and vitamins that you need so that you're not bleeding heavily and you're not actually receiving a menstrual I need to look more into it, but I know I don't think it's unhealthy. Hmm. I think when you get to that, that's actually like really good. Like, okay, your body is good. Um, you may spot. I'm sure those women spot just so that you do release that egg, but I'm sure they're pretty good. They're, they're still have yeah. healthy. Oh, sorry, really quick. The name for the kombucha, the brand that I usually use is GT Alliant. Okay. Yeah, GTS Alliant. GTS Alliant. Yeah, I wish I could show them what it looks like, but this is. This is the one I like to get. You also got to get one that your body can, like, you can taste because they don't taste the best. So the one I usually like to get is Gingerade because mm-hmm. I like the taste 
of ginger, but yeah, that's the brand I use. Perfect. But yeah, yeah, I would say between Yoni steaming, um, definitely the teas that we talked about already. Another thing that helped was um, yoga. When I was really into yoga, really? that helped because when essentially when you're when you do yoga, you're stretching out muscles in your body, and so we don't realize that we actually we have like a lot of like essentially your vagina has muscles, and so. Um, you know, when you're stretching your body out and you're increasing your flexibility, that allows you to that allows your you to be, for one, more close and in tune with your body and in, more in tune with your womb. But also um, just stretching that helps for your flow to be easier and, you know, um, your cramps for you to have less cramps. Mm that helped me oh yeah and another thing too when you i feel like when you're on top of these things you have a, your yeah. um your period was shortened yeah when you're on top of it yeah, it like, will definitely shorten yeah maybe like three days yeah compared because typically i usually get six um but depending on how healthy and how like on top of everything i am if i'm like really on it it'll be four like yeah. really three and then like the last days is like you know the like last discharge and like the end and end of it but I really only bleed for three days. But that's if I'm, like, really just, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's funny because I was looking at my period calendar the other day, and I was, like, four, six, four, six. Like, going back mm. and forth. But I know what it is. It's the way that I'm taking care of myself. Yeah. And so that just goes back to the consistency. So um, with a few notes that I took, um, we already talked about the water and the herbal teas, but blue foods. I remember when I was also consistent with smoothies, like drinking smoothies two times a day. My That also helped my period as well. But that was with fresh fruits and vegetables. So um, Queen of Four, the book that I told you guys about, Sacred Woman, she talks about how blue foods like um, blueberries and, you know, fruits that are blue, those usually relieve stress and they will relieve bleeding heavy menstrual bleeding she also talks about how green foods help balance your emotions so a lot of kale um spinach. what else spinach avocado. avocado just all those greens those help to balance your emotions and to also detoxify um your body as well and just to make sure we have we're getting our proteins that's very important ladies so nuts beans, lentil beans, um, spirulina. I'm actually drinking one of Queen of Fua's green powders. I mixed it up with my water and added a little honey. And um, spirulina is one of the greens that she puts in her um, in her powder. So spirulina is basically a green plant that's in the bottom of the ocean as well. So it's kind of mm. similar to um, sea moss. Um, but also make sure you're avoiding certain things. Like we said, avoiding sweets and too many sweets, too many sugars. You're avoiding too much meat. Um, you're avoiding milk that puts all of these, um, mm. like cow's milk to where they your mucus put all this mucus in it and they diluted with, they just put so many things in milk that could throw the woman's pH off. Um, if you do drink milk, because I know some people really do like it, just try to get it fresh. Like my old coworker would tell me how she gets fresh milk. And when she grew up, she literally milked the cow and like how, you know, the milk was fresh, essentially. Um, also, um, a way to detox your womb. Okay, so let me go back to my story. So back to my story, another phase that I went through was um, emotionally detox in my womb 
we y'all if you're um if you're holding a lot of anger a lot of regret a lot of pain in your womb it's gonna be off it's bound that your ph is gonna be off all these um infections are gonna come about and you know these sexually transmitted diseases are gonna come about all those work hand in hand so one thing that I did is I literally wrote down my past partners. And so I wrote down, I think, did I tell you about this? I think I told you about this. But I remember writing down, um, I need to look this up actually. So get a piece of paper, what I suggest that every woman should do. Um, write down your past partner or your partners and write down, you know, what you learned from that, you know, the good things, what you appreciated about it. And some things also that you did not necessarily appreciate in the relationship and um, that partnership and, you know, things that could have caused you pain. And so you're going to do that um, for each partner. And, at the, you know, once you get through that first person, I guess you can say, every time you get through a person, just make sure you say some type of affirmation of like, I forgive you. Because a lot of us are carrying around the hurt and the pain of previous partners and we haven't forgiven them. And so their energy, not only is their bacteria and their sperm still residing in us, but their energy of hurt and pain and, um, you know, whatever pain they may have caused you. And so, you know, make sure you're saying affirmations after each time that you're, you know, writing out this list for each person at the end of that what i suggest you do is say a prayer um say affirmations and then burn this piece of paper you're gonna burn it because essentially you're gonna let go and you're gonna release mentally release these men out of your womb these men these women whatever the case may be out of your womb um release that hurt and then after that it's a good idea to make sure that you're releasing physically by detoxing detoxing by drinking a lot of water if you don't have a juicer maybe you can buy some juices from pure raw juice or you can drink some teas you know some detox teas um and so if you can't do that just make eat kale every day eat, have a kale salad every day you know and so um yeah that was also something that i did and i really just had to start talking to my womb whether that was rubbing my stomach and saying, I love you. Give your womb some affirmations. Tell your womb, I love you. I appreciate you. I'm happy you're here with me. You know, just give your womb some affirmations and just rub it. And, you know, you don't, like I said before, you don't have to be pregnant to have a relationship with your womb. And honestly, I would say I just got a relationship with my womb two years ago because I didn't know what having a relationship meant until I really had one. And like, really, I cared about what I put into my body. I cared about who I allowed into my body. I cared about, you know, um, the energy. I just saw how I could be affecting my womb because I was like, wow, it was a point in time where I really did not care. Things would happen, you know, I would go to the doctor and be like, all right, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really learn a lesson from what happened to me or how I could have hurt my womb or how I was disregarding my womb. And so, yes, and also 
be careful if you're um, gonna go into a vegetarian or a vegan diet because what we tend to do is eat a lot of starch. Mm. So we think, okay, we're vegan, we're vegetarian, but we're eating potatoes every day or we're eating pasta all the time and your womb does not like that at all. So please, please, please be careful with that. Um, But yeah, yeah. I would like to say, so from here, let's really quickly, like, let's talk about our, because I think a lot of things, something that a lot of us women need to do is talk about the trauma that our womb has, because ultimately that affects us as well. What trauma is your womb? Sorry. (laughs) It's an alarm. No, but what trauma does your womb have? What trauma are you carrying along in your womb Mm -hmm. and you know because that affects you on a day-to-day and it also it affects who you allow how you allow men to treat you um you know what type of men like we talked about some men they don't even have alkaline sperm their sperm is not alkaline and that's what's throwing our ph off and we're like oh my gosh is there something going on with me no you're letting a low vibrational low frequency male low frequency sperm enter into your body and so that's really what could throw you off if that man is not drinking water and my my friends laugh when because I commented on this one guy before and I was like does he even drink water like (laughs) because you know some guys you can tell the difference between a guy who's a sperm that's healthy and one that's not healthy Mm -hmm. some of them you can just I'm not even gonna go into detail, but you can tell the difference. Mm-hmm. And so I just say all that to say like just be mindful of what you're allowing into your body because that's a big thing. Um <clears throat> and then just another thing that Queen of Food talks about is um like a a little ritual, I guess you can say, or a practice to um better that relationship with your womb so what she says is this is like a meditation i guess yeah let's call it a meditation so she says you can close your eyes just close your eyes and affirm the purpose of your meditation so for example say you're going through heavy menstrual bleeding or cramps or say you're going through a um a transmitted like a um a uti or Say it's a sexually transmitted um, disease that you're going through and you want to heal that. This is a meditation for that. So you can say the purpose is to heal from a UTI or a sexually transmitted disease. So what you would then do is, um, I don't know if you guys have crystals, but if you don't, you can go to a store um, or you can order online a specific crystal to help aid you for that. So, for example, say you need a crystal that will help detoxify um, I'm sure you can just research and find a crystal that does that. If you need, during this meditation, if you need something that helps with your confidence, the confidence of your womb, get a crystal for that. So what she says is put the crystal on your womb um, while you're doing this meditation. And then as you're closing your eyes, just visualize healing. And then also visualize a certain color. So for example, white is for purity. So if you're visualizing white and maybe the purpose of your meditation is to feel pure again, maybe you're going to go on a, um, um, what's it called? Abstinence. Abstinence. Maybe you want to be abstinent. So visualize white and, you know, 
so that you you feel that sense of purity coming back to you. Um, and so what she says after that is just flow and receive healing in the wound, in your mind, and in your heart. Um, and so feel, literally and mentally feel and feel your heart and your womb with that joyous healing energy. You know, make this a practice so that you're you're spending time with your womb. And that's what loving your womb means as well. I'm spending time with you. I'm doing practices that help better you and, you know, rejuvenate you and cleanse you. It's not always about just taking a shower, you know. Another practice is taking a spiritual bath. There's some stores you can go to. Like I said, everyone's place. They have crystals and candles and um, they have like literally spiritual packs to where you could take a spiritual bath and do whatever it is you intend to do. So, for example, I got white before and that's because I wanted to purify my body and so and purify my wounds. So what it comes with is a candle. You light the candle, you say affirmations, you put um, I think it had like flowers and crystals in the tub with you as you're taking a bath and yeah you make it your own so yeah i hope that um i hope that you all enjoyed this episode and i hope that you all took a lot from it and um i encourage you all to find a friend if you don't have already that you can have these type of conversations with so me and my friends are very open but hey girl so i tried this or i tried that or girl when i did this you know what i mean it as women our bodies at times can experience very similar things and very different things as well. So um, definitely start the conversation. It's not abnormal um, that your vagina might smell yeah. a little fishy or a little off. All it is, if it's smelling that way, all it is is your body trying to tell you like, hey, um, your 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 bad bacteria is up too much or your good bacteria is up too much or I need more water, I need more fruit, I need more juice. So you're not dirty, you're not funky. I mean, granted, like, you know, sissy, I hope you're in the shower. But, you know, if you're if you're taking showers and you're changing your clothes like on a regular basis and you're still having a smell, it, you know, more than likely just means that it's your body's way of communicating with you. So overall, we really hope that you learned something. We encourage you to take care of your womb. Um, We're sending you a lot of love and light and wellness um, for your womb and for your body. We pray that, you know, that you'll have a healthy body, that you'll be able to be one with yourself, that you'll be able to love and nurture yourself in a way that, um, that, that really works for your good and serves your higher purpose and that you know you pay that if you choose to or you want to that you'll be able to conceive mm-hmm. and you'll be able to grow a beautiful mm-hmm. smart healthy baby mm-hmm. um and even if that's not what you want to do just being um healthy within yourself so with that being said make sure that you follow us on instagram i can be followed at according to brit and that brit is with three t's and at joy jolene and that's j-o-y j-o-e-l-e-n-e and before we log off i just want to end this with a prayer um that's also in queen of fools book for our wounds so that we end this off on a perfect and great note so let's get started it says creator i open my womb to thee for healing i release all disappointment tumors infections pain resentment pms hurt and sadness My prayer request is for a healthy whole womb. Creator, I offer my womb to you for complete healing. I accept the womb that you have placed within me as being sacred, holy, and divine. 
Therefore, I submit to and accept your natural laws of purity and of cleanliness in each and every way. Today, I release all blockages that may dwell within my womb because of the unsettled mind and spirit. Without reservations, I accept and send healing energy to my sacred seat. On this day, I celebrate the rebirth of my womb. I give praise and thanks in advance for the anointing and the healing of my blessed womb. My beloved creator, guard my mind, my womb, and my soul from unrighteousness of the world so that my sacred womb may be protected and filled with perfect peace and my soul with the light of love. May my womb speak in no health and healing as a natural state of being. Ashe, amen. Amen. So, yes. All right. Thank y'all. Oh, yeah. And also follow us on Instagram at yes. official back to her. And that two is the number two. Until next time, friends. See ya. See ya.